Welcome to Keegan and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast. Each week, we watch and review scary movies from our giant list of films we've curated. Each film more terrible than the last. We watch them so you don't have to. Or so that we can recommend it to you. Or so you can listen if you've seen them before. Or so that, that I don't know, I just want to watch some scary movies. Mm, scary movies are great. You Carlos, guys should listen to them. Carlos, let's watch Again, some scary movies. Let's go watch some scary movies. Let's, let's go. go. Nice levels you got there. Sounds real good today. Sounds real good today. We sound real good today, Carlos. Ooh, Sean, let me tell you something about how you sound today. Our audio is sounding crispy. Ooh, you sound like a piece of bacon. <gasps> I want some cookie crisps. I want some <laughs> Apple Jacks. Apple, ew. Wait, not Apple Jacks. Honey, sna- honey Nut sma- Smacks. Nobody's cereal of choice is Apple Jacks, Carlos. I want Smacks. Smack. I am eating a pizza right now, so I apologize to our listeners in advance. Cheese pizza. Pizza time! Um, pizza time! Got pizza time! Got pizza time! You got pizza for me? I got pizza? You got pizza? Downstairs. No, you're supposed to say, like, oh yeah, but I took all the cheese off. Oh yeah, I I brought a pizza over, but then I ate all the pepperonis off of it. (laughs) Oh, so what, you got like a cheese pizza? Well, then I I got hungry, so I slurped up all the cheese and the tomato sauce. So, oh, so what, you just got bread? Well, then I got hungry, so I ate all the crust too. So, what, you got a box? You got a cardboard box? Yeah. Cool. Hey everybody! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Gigan and Carlos' Scary, Scary Movie Podcast. That was good. It was almost like some unintentional harmony. I know. I, I, I you were good. the one doing the harmonizing, not me. I was singing. I was, the, a, I was on the melody. I also have. I was on the melody. I was How singing. Were we harmonizing if we were both on the melody. I Carlos? was singing lead. I'm eating. <laughs> to each his own. Hey everyone. Um. So. This is an unplanned episode. We have a lot of updates for people today. We're very excited. We have a lot to talk about. So, um, I want to drink right now. I'm sorry. I want to go ahead and, and do our. We don't. So there. let's go ahead and get this out of the way. We don't necessarily have a signature cocktail. We're just drinking we do, old. Though we do. Okay, we're drinking old fashions because, because we were drinking old fashions at the movie theater when we went and saw the movie that we're reviewing today. So we'll we'll, we'll tell the story later, but let's clink it and sink it. Yes, delicious. I put, I put too much simple syrup in my old fashions. It's fine. It needs less simple syrup. It's it a little sweet, but it's not sec, bad. Though. It it's a little sweet. Sec, but I didn't put a lot of triple second. By the way, that's what makes it a Kegel fashion. I don't like that. I shouldn't say that. Kegel. Kegel. <laughs> Kegel old fashion. Put a little bit of uh, triple sec in it. You're the, a, it's a Kardashian. A Kardashian. Yeah, it's a Kegel old fashioned. A Kegel. Kegel. Um, so this was an unplanned episode. Well, why was it unplanned, Carlos? Is it because our friendship is... Monetized! Uh, we are officially monetized. So Do we want to... We like- joked about this, but we legitimately are kind of monetized. So we're not sponsored by this episode. We but saw something for free today, and I'm not mad at we that. We did. So we went and saw Jurassic World Dominion when it came out opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, we saw... That's it- what we saw today. We're reviewing Jurassic World Dominion. Dominion. Here we go, guys. Um, dinosaurs. Okay, everybody hated that movie. I, I liked loved it. 
I thought it. it was great. Everyone yeah, can. I shut would up. watch that movie again. Yeah, everyone can shut up about it. Shut up, haters. Um, but Keegan and I got a picture in front of the Jurassic World Dominion poster mm-hmm. at uh, Grandscape Galaxy it's on Theater. It's Instagram if you want to go see Instagram. it. Uh, whose Instagram is it also on? It's also on um, Galaxy Theater Grandscape's <laughs> Instagram. So. Um, they... We're so lame. We are so we lame. We are so lame. Galaxy Theater Grandscape ta- uh, took our photo, tagged us, uh, Keegan and Carlos, yeah, through their podcast. Instagram. And, Astagram? um... I just said Astagram. Astagram. Ass blasters. That's a different type of Instagram. Um, Astagram. for asses? It's just for people's butts. Yeah, like the boys. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's not a spoiler, but I won't say anymore. Oh, herogasm. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they tagged us. Um, but it was Galaxy Theater Grandscape. After they tagged us, Galaxy Theater, like their main corporate account, whoever owns it, but it's the main Galaxy Theater account, sent us a message on Instagram saying, yeah. hey, thanks for coming to Galaxy Theater. We hope you enjoyed it. We want to treat you to your next scary movie. Let us know. So our message was like, yeah, we want to see the yeah, Black Phone. Yeah, we want to go see Black Phone. And they're like, great, we have two tickets at Grandscape on hold for you. For Friday, uh, opening day today, which is opening day the 24th. So I had to go up to the box office when I went in to go, like, reserve our seats and stuff. I was like, yeah, I got uh, two reserved tickets for Keenan and Carlos. They couldn't find it. And I was like, Keenan and Carlos, a scary movie podcast. And the manager's like, oh, hold on. The, let the me podcast go and get the, guys. Yeah. And so that's he's like, the podcast guys. Yeah, I know where those tickets are. I was like. Wow. This is kind of cool. Okay. We're, like, celebrating. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean. This isn't a sponsored episode, but we are definitely... No, F that. This is sponsored, sponsored by Galaxy Theater. This episode is brought to you by... Galaxy Theater. Galaxy Theater for giving us... Free I mean, tickets. It's, it's 30 bucks. Yeah, they gave us well, free tickets bucks. to go see this movie. So yeah, uh, yeah. shout out to Galaxy Theater. Shout out to Galaxy Theater Grandscape. Um, we definitely made a day. I got off work at 5 o'clock. Joe yeah, showed up there. It was fun. We went and had a signature cocktail called The Clever Girl. Which was made for yeah, so actually, uh, the, Dominion. The one of the managers up there, um, Ricardo. Shout out to Ricardo because he's awesome. Whoop, whoop. Um, he um, was talking to me about just different movies and podcasts. He had an awesome shirt on where it was one of the Roosevelt shirts where it's Obi Wan and um, Darth Vader fighting. It was cool. Spoilers. Uh, oh yeah, spoilers for Obi Obi Wan Kenobi. Um. But yeah, he was uh, chatting us up, and he was like, "Hey, uh, if you like the signature cocktails," because I was like, "Yeah, we do one for every, for every episode. episode." Yeah, he was like, "Go try the Clever Girl. It's one that I came up with up at the bar, and uh, so we had one of those. It's gin, uh, blue curacao, curacao, uh, curacao, curacao, uh, and something else. I don't remember what else, but it was it was del- good. It was delicious. A little too sweet. To it was continue. sweet, but it was very good. But I love their old fashions, their popcorn infused old fashions. So yeah, that that was our oh, so the reason good. why we're drinking regular old fashions now is because the drink of choice when uh, Keegan and I go to um, Galaxy. Okay? What's, <laughs> happening with, what's happening with the foot over there? There's an XLR cable tangling oh. my ankle. Okay, I um, packed everything up and I haven't had a chance to like unpack it. Why did I pack everything up? We'll, we'll tell them why we packed because we have to get to that too. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we Ugh. have our drink of choice when we go to Galaxy Theater Grandscape is their popcorn old fashioned. It oh, so is good. delicious. So, so when we came is, home, is it it's popcorn just, infused? Um, yeah, I don't know how they. I don't remember. They said uh, the, the guy told that, us that I get it that they get it from. Yeah. has a certain way of uh, infusing, infusing it. it. You can't really taste any of the popcorn. It just gives it like a little bit of boldness, a little bit of flavor. It's very good. So we had yeah. that. Um, we had a couple of those, and then we came back and said we're going to have just old fashioned yeah. for the episode since we're on the old fashioned wagon. Tasty, tasty, tasty. tasty. 
Um, so the reason – so before we do that, you know why else I'm really excited for this episode? Why? Do you remember the last time we recorded? No. It was a week after I got over my upper respiratory, whatever gunk oh, I had. Oh, you're not going to be coughing through this whole episode. And I had about – every 10 minutes, I was like <laughs> – Coughing. That's something our listeners can look forward to because I think literally the next episode after this is, is one of be, the – Oh, no, no. Sorry. Two episodes after this because after this will be our 4th of July episode. Uh, which we have a really special. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil what the excited. movie is, but like, we found a really, really yeah. exciting, really cool movie. Oh wait, because we're releasing. Uh, I think you sent it to me, right? No, you found this one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It well, was on the, the Facebook page I was on. I was like, this looks batshit crazy, Carlos. Yeah. And I sent it. And you're like, yes. Yep, we're doing let's, that. Let's, let's, yeah. No, oh, I I sent you. Um, uh, I don't want to say the title, but the what. Oh my god! You know, you we remember? definitely got to review that one. Yeah, you know I'm what I'm excited. talking about. Uh, that's one of the things about this podcast too is like exploring, getting to know new movies and like movies I've never heard of before. And as our viewership is like growing, like we've you know we keep getting a few uh, listeners here and there, and people yeah, that subscribe yeah, yeah. to us. I've had people reach out like, "Hey, I love the podcast. Have you guys looked at this movie?" Mm-hmm. And then we're like, "No, we haven't." Adding it to the list now. Yeah, I it's mean, great. We're, we're both a little busy right now to like continually have guests and stuff on, but I think hopefully after we have our- a guest coming up uh, in, in a future episode, a new guest, um, which we're excited for. But also our schedules are going to clear up a little bit. Yeah, uh, so we'll be able to get some more guests. Up yeah, and, going. and I think some of our guests that we want to have on their schedules are going to clear up. Yeah, we have we have a few people that have basically confirmed they want to do an episode. It's yeah. just a matter of timing. Just, we all do theater. It's true. We're all theater people doing crazy shows. And but stuff yeah, right now. this this episode will have aired, and then um, it's a little out of order because it's a special episode. So we're yeah. going to air this, and we'll have a Fourth of July episode. Then we'll have the episodes that we have already recorded, which With is after my guest Austin Bender. Yes, so if you know Austin Bender, he's great guy. Great I've worked guy. with him. Super uh, awesome. He jumped into a show that I was directing, kind of last minute. And like knocked it out of the park, and yeah, Carlos he's has fantastic. With him before, great but I I had just gotten over an upper respiratory infection, and so um, I'm gonna apologize in advance for the. <laughs> I always turned away from the mic. I did, um, but you will I think always you did. I did. I'll take your word for it. But you definitely will hear like, <coughs> oh my god, often. So I apologize. Oh, anyway. Geez. The reason why there's cables everywhere and that we had to unpack is Keegan and I. <laughs> I had a plan. I had a plan. You had a plan. And then I literally recorded 20 seconds. And then you recorded 20 seconds. And that's all I did. So, I bought a 200 no, a little under $200 microphone to take with us. And I used Take it with us where, Keegan? To Dallas Fan Expo. Keegan and I went to a con. We went to Fan Expo Dallas. It was a blast. Oh, my it gosh. It was and great. Out, uh, if you've listened to the podcast before this episode, uh, the Hatchet episodes with Aaron, um, he got us a VRBO so we didn't have to drive in every day mm-hmm. uh, for, like, fairly inexpensive. Like, it was not bad. Was, yeah. Um, it was, it was within it was, a five-minute walk or yeah, so to like the, the convention Uber, center. You and I Ubered to uh, and my a mom little after party thing. Ubered to an after party and then went back. It was not expensive at all. No, not um, at all. It was a great time too. Oh yeah, it was the panels were great. Blast. Some great, um, great uh, celebrities were there. What's funny is so like, <laughs> I'm just I I get into beast mode. And it's happened a few times with my beast friends. Beast mode, like Beaster Day Beaster mode? Beaster Day, or The Beast Within. Uh, the Beast Within. We just we just quoted two episodes. We did. Um, You're welcome, listeners. So when I'm, like, out and about doing things, you you oop, know this oop. you know this about me with, like, going to Disney and going to uh, Six Flags with me. When I am doing something, 
I don't stop. Correct. Like, I am I am the scheduler. I am, we are doing this on this day at this time. And we're going to do. And we are going to go and do that. We're For me, do. it's like, I go here, and I do it on time, and you either keep up with me, or you're behind. And uh, that's how I, f- I feel sometimes when I'm, like, going out and about with friends and stuff, where I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to do this. So, like... People were getting tired or like going back to hotel rooms or going to rest. I'm like, cool. Like, do you do you. You do you, boo boo. I'm going to do me. And I'm going to like. You and I and Donna never went back to the room. We didn't stop. Here's the thing, too, is I I enjoy the like going to the um, the floor. What do you call it? The, like the talkbacks? The talkbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like where they sell the, everything. The floor. Oh, like the expo hall. Yeah, the expo hall. Like. I, or the exhibit hall. The exhibit hall. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where they sell hall. everything. I could literally just walk up and down those aisles. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you constantly. there's booths we did not look at because it's so massive. Yeah. And there was there, I mean, there was a couple of instances said. where I got claustrophobic, like with you. Where, like, you and I kind of looked at each other with my mom. like, <laughs> And then we bullet. I need to not be around people We, right like, <laughs> grabbed each other's shoulders and bullet trained through. <laughs> my mom had a. My mom had a backpack on with a handle. I'm like, I'm grabbing onto this handle. And I grabbed onto Keegan's shoulders, so and we just us. Like, bullet trained go. through because we're like, no, I'm getting claustrophobic. There's too many people. I'm also one of those two where it's like, there, so there's only three celebrities I will ever freak out. And I mean, when I say freak out, I will freak out if I meet them. Literally everybody else, I'm like, cool, this is really neat. This is nice. Yeah. But it's fun to like go and gawk at celebrities. So like we went over to like the celebrity hall and we're just like uh, the, the you know, where fans are signing up for things. Yeah. And it was fun to be like, that's Giancarlo Esposito. That's awesome. That's uh, the cast of Dexter over there. That's really cool. That's LeVar Burton and Brent Spiner. Like, I love those guys. That's all great. All the original Hobbits now, from Lord of the Rings. All the original Hobbits. Yeah. From Lord of the Rings. Now. Ric Flair. Woo! Oh god, we just met. Uh, sorry, listeners. Sorry, listeners. Uh, There's your ASMR that you hated. Um, now, <laughs> if it is either Guy Fieri, yeah, Fieri, or Gordon Ramsay, oh, or Jack Black, if if it is ever oh, those I would three, love to do a Jack Black talk back. If it is ever those three celebrities right there, I will probably lose my shit. I, would, I love those guys. So, hey, like Guy Fieri, everyone gives him so much crap for being like, why? dude, bro, douchey. But I'm like, he's not. He's an amazing human being. Yeah. He has done so much for like charities and the food industry and getting like the toxicity away from the food industry. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just and he's he's just so positive And like he has saved restaurants. He's helped the little guys. Whereas Gordon Ramsay's kind of the opposite, where he brings the toxicness to the food industry. But that's his, uh, that's, that's, that's his that's signature. Him. That's his niche. That's I All three of those Ramsey I would love to but meet. But, like, oh, Jack Black, he's just... He's, oh, I love me some Jack he's Black. He's an amazing human being. I love that man. He's good people. Yeah. If I ever met any of those three celebrities, I'd freak out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, um, but it was fun to, like, go and gawk at the celebrities at the when they were, like, signing autographs. Yeah. Uh, I met Jennifer Carpenter. I went up and got her autograph. I asked her um, what her favorite scary movie was. She hates scary movies. Because I was like, you were in the the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Rose. And you were in quarantine. And both of those movies are on our list to watch. Yeah. Uh, And I told her about the podcast and that. She's like, oh, yeah, definitely put those on your list if you haven't seen them. I was like, I have. We both have seen those. Um, But I don't know if our listeners can hear that. Ambulance or fire trucks driving by or something. Fire trucks around here somewhere. Um, but she ended up saying like, actually, no, I have to say my favorite scary movie is The Shining. 
So she liked. I it. mean, that's that's a classic. I mean, that's good. Um, I got to talk to Lavar Burton a little bit because one of my mom's friends uh, wanted his autograph. So uh, we went talked to him a little bit. He was really his nice. talk back was so good, right? Just like all of the talk, all of back. all of them. So we didn't go. We went to a lot. The one that we didn't go to. That's my favorite thing to do too. Is just oh, go yeah. to the talkbacks and just we'll to listen hear them. To them. Some of them, actually, actually, most of them were really good. I'll I'll say what the one was like. It's just okay in a little bit. But we can talk about the ones that we went to and stuff. Um. Well, I was gonna say the one that we didn't go to, but we listened to, and I was like, "Well, that was so good to listen to." It was Brendan Fraser. Yeah, because we wanted. He to was see right Michael before. Rooker. Um, was it Rooker? Michael Rooker. Yeah, Michael Rooker's <laughs> was a, a blast. That man is like he's the king of working crowds. He, Holy crap! He flat out mess. just got off this. So this one poor little boy was super nervous, and he couldn't <laughs> come with his words on what to say to Michael Rooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Rooker grabs his microphone, jumps off the stage. And gets right in his face, like, "Why are you nervous? Why are you nervous?" And he's like, "I, I." He was like yelling at him, yeah. And then he's like, "Can I, can I have a hug?" He's like, "No, no. All right, come here, come and here." He gives him a big old. And hug. gives him a hug, and then of course everyone wants a Michael. Michael Roker literally just does like lightning round through oh, yeah. the line. The stayed camera on the was floor. just following him, so he everybody stayed on the floor him. the whole yeah. time. He did not go back. And I will say, uh, I don't want to say like negative things about the con and stuff because there were some uh, it could always be organized better every there was some the organizational year now things. that i've gone i feel like every year the both years that i've gone i'm like it could be organized better there were definitely some but it's all volunteer base which is yeah. in that case i'm like you probably make so much money pay, um, pay people then the one do, so there was this one guy that was a worker he was one of the ones that kind of <laughs> Yeah. Is at the microphone to help facilitate people asking questions and like move the line along. Michael Roker did his lightning rounds, gets to the front of the line, and he goes to him. He's like, "What's your question?" He's like, "I work here." <laughs> and everyone just lost it. Oh man, it was great. But yeah. The- oh yes, can you do the Yondu whistle? And he goes, "No, he goes, no." <laughs> he Michael Roker was great. But All I, the talk his, were I think also like. With the celebrities, you need to have a really good relationship with the moderator for it to work well. Yeah. So we saw my mom and I got to see um, Ashley Eckstein, who's the voice of Ahsoka yeah, on the Clone Wars. Yeah, that was the first day, right? For me, I think besides Michael Rooker, she probably had my favorite talkback. Uh, and actually, she has some uh, like Star Wars mindfulness, I think, that she hosts through the uh, Star Wars YouTube channel. Where I went and watched a few of them, and she was talking about it. I'm like, these are great little, like, lessons for a theater class. Like, that's great. So, like, I'm going to – that's something I'm going to take back with me as a teacher to, like, you know, maybe every Friday we do a mindfulness exercise yeah. uh, with students. Um, hers was great because she had such a really – just a really close connection to her uh, moderator, which is really nice to see. Whereas the guy with Michael Rooker, and it, and it happened a few times anytime he moderated, it was like, dude, this is not about you. Like, well, this yeah, is about he, like, this is about the celebrities. I don't care about your life story. With LeVar like, and um, what's-his-face. Um, like, yeah. he told – and his story was, was great. great. Great story. Very emotional, but, like, he definitely made it a him moment. Yeah. But it was very touching. I won't share his story because it's his story to tell. But it was like – for me, it was like little things that kept happening like that throughout where I'm like – Focus on what we're the now. Like anything that you say should be a question or enhancing what they're saying. Yeah. And Everyone I felt is like here for whomever. I felt like for him he was taking away from the experience. I'd agree a lot. with that. And I was like, eh, I don't like this guy very much. 
But overall, Fan Expo Dallas was a blast. We dude, had, I had so, so much, much fun. fun. We spent uh, way too much money. Dude, Giancarlo Esposito. I know you didn't get to see him. So, yeah, I left on the last day. I left early. Um, but you and everyone else went to Giancarlo. He, so he barely answered any questions from fans. Because once he started talking... He didn't stop. And it was like he would be a really good motivational speaker or inspirational yeah. speaker. Just because everything that he says is just so meaningful and it's so just heartfelt. And it really just felt like he was speaking his mind on stage. Um, awesome. It was really cool. And he, like, talked about everything. He talked about politics and race and, like, being in the industry. And one of the things I really liked that he talked about, and it kind of hits home for both of us, is – um being an actor and making sure you know that you are part of an ensemble Yeah. when you are on stage. And that's where a lot of the love and character development comes from is knowing that you are not just one piece of a puzzle. No, You are one piece of a giant puzzle and knowing that I was like, that's, I like that a yeah. lot. And, and like, how does your piece that, connect with the other piece? Cause they asked him like about being a leading man. He's like, no, and like, I always imagine myself wanting to do that, but as I've gotten into it, you know, I want to play these parts like um, Moff Gideon and Gus Fring and uh, Vought uh, from Vought. What's his name? Uh, Stan uh, from The Boys. Uh, Stan. Is it Eugene? No, his name is Stan something. I know. I mean, but, I know who you're talking but, about, but so I can't he talked think of about um, being a part of The Boys and they had just brought him in for kind of a cameo thing. Uh, as just like, hey, you're going to be in the last episode of the last season. Um, we didn't think we'd be able to get you. Do you want to come and do this? Um, and he talked about how uh, his agent has a certain number. Like, if you want him to be a part of your show, you have to meet this number. Mm-hmm. And it's the the show creator of Supernatural. Eric Kripke. Eric Kripke. Er- Eric, Kripke Eric Kripke called him and was like, hey, I, like, I know our agents are talking. The producers and your agent and people are talking – and uh, I really want you to be a part of this show. Um, and Giancarlo Esposito was like, cool, they're not going to be able to come to a number because my number's too high. Because I have like certain thing that my agent wants to hit. He goes, once that happens uh, and they come back to you with the number and your producers say no, call me and I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to tell my agent, you better say yes. Because Kripke was saying, like, I have a certain number that I have to hit as well. We can't go over budget. And he's like, don't worry about that. Just call me when they get to that number. I love it. And so, of course, they get to that number. They call. They call him. I'm like, yeah, cool. And then they started talking about season two. And he's like, I love this character. I want I want to do more. Yeah. I want to do more. And as you've seen with season three, obviously, like, he's become even more a part of the show. Yeah. And, like, an, an, an he's integral, integral part of the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, and it's just cool seeing like character development, but also hearing his side of the story and hearing how like, um, this character sort of formed the CEO of Vought sort of formed. Yeah. Um, but playing those three big characters, then he talked about some of the other things that he played. Uh, he actually answered a question about a movie that I never thought he would answer uh, or be asked a question about, but it's one of my favorite older movies. It's Monkey Bone. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No, I have not. It is a mix of live action and stop motion animation uh, directed by Henry Selleck, who did Coraline and Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. And uh, very well known. Brendan Fraser's in it. 
Oh. Uh, he's the lead in it, and Giancarlo Esposito plays. Um, oh my gosh, what's the name of his character? He's like the Lord of the Underworld, but he's like this half goat thing where he had to like walk around on his knees. Oh, Mr. Tumnus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like Mr. Tumnus <laughs> if he was like a underground. Mr. Tumnus, but out of Pain's Labyrinth. Pimp, sort of, but like also a pimp who owns a nightclub in, okay. the, in the underworld. It's a Dude, that movie is crazy. It's bon- I would say it's bonkers. Uh, sounding, it has okay. Chris Kattan from Night, uh, uh, Saturday Night Live mm. as a zombie where his intestines are falling out, but he's running trying to keep up. It that movie goes wild. Wait, I we need to watch this. Highly movie. recommend this movie. It's not a scary movie, but maybe we will just watch it, it on for here fun. Someday. Yeah, we'll just watch it for fun. Um, but he talked like in depth, probably about ten minutes about the process of filming that movie, and I was like. As a fan of his end of that movie, I'm very happy right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I did not think I was going to get any of this out of this car. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, but I, yeah, I've spent way too much money. Yeah. We both, I think, capped out a little bit more than we should have. But we got some great artwork. Um, Dude, a lot yeah. of it is you can see on our Instagram, Keegan Check and Carlos Scary Movies, Casey Scary Movies. Um, we posted, I think, day one and day two stuff. I didn't, um, uh, I didn't post day two or three stuff. I need to do cool. that. Cool. We posted day one stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's just a touch of some of the uh, amazing artwork. I mean, there's some great artists. Wait, we, you posted day two artwork, I think. I did not post day two artwork. I sent them to you, um, my things. I just never posted it. Um, regardless, right. check out at least what we posted day one. We tagged the artists. Um, yeah, go check out their work. Too, follow them. Yeah. Really talented artists. Really amazing work. Go on the Instagram. Follow all of those artists that we tagged. Yeah. Do it. They're great. They're great. And also follow Galaxy Theater. Follow Galaxy Theater. And Galaxy, Galaxy Theater and Galaxy Theater Grants Cake because this episode is sponsored. This episode is We have officially to you in part monetized by... our friendship. Yes. You're welcome. 30, um, bu- 30 bucks is 30 bucks. I Somehow we got back hmm. to the topic here of what we're no, actually. No, 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 before we do that. Okay. I tried. Uh, I tried. You we guys. have a couple of things that we have to do before. I was going to do oh, that. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I bought. Yeah, I, I noticed that when I got up here. What is that? A horror movie mystery box. You haven't opened it? I've not opened this yet. <gasps> We're going to do an unboxing. We're going to do an unboxing yeah. video uh, ASMR for you guys. <laughs> we'll post pictures of what it is. You, okay, but first question. Do you know what this is? So the box, do you know what it is from? What's What it's from? I don't know. It looks like a Pandora's box. Think. Okay, you're not far off. Uh, think about a scary movie that has a box in it. Um... I don't know why my mind goes to Hellraiser. That's what it is. Okay. I was like, yeah. yeah my mind went to Hellraiser. Hellraiser puzzle box. Okay. Was, yeah. My mind immediately went to Hellraiser. Bigger, but... So before we do that, okay. again. Oh, we're doing trivia first? Let's do it. Trivia murder party. I do like that game. I do too. What? Didn't we do this one? Probably. I don't know. Try a different one. Yes, we did. Okay. Okay. Oh, I dropped them. Okay. We'll get to this one. What if somebody spilled those and then shuffled them all back in? Shuffle off to Buffalo? Every day I'm shuffling. All right, here oh, we go. Flat. We can't say that. We can't sing. In the Puppet Master series. I, I'm oh, not going to know this question. But we just watched a uh, We watched Master one movie. of them. How did the female doll murder her victims? I have no clue. I've only seen. I'm trying to think of like the movie. You have five seconds. Uh, the movie five, that we watched. Four. Um, three. By, two. Uh, ooh, um, one. Pantsing them. Leeches. Leeches? Leeches. What? What are these movies? <laughs> what device do the group of New York friends use to capture the terrifying events that occurred in Cloverfield? Uh, a, um, is it a digital camera or a, like an 8mm camera? I'll take digital. Uh, handheld. handheld camera? Handheld. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, bad. that's an easy one. Yeah, that was super easy. Yeah. Also, the director of Cloverfield, I believe this is correct, directed all of the Planet of the Apes movies and the original the, ones. Not the seventies. Like the I don't know the newer ones that came out with Andy Serkis. He could just be really old and really ingenious. And he also directed the Batman, the newest one. Mm-hmm. I loved that movie. I loved it. I can't wait. They're like talking about. Like five different spin-off mo- or TV shows for it, and like a sequel and trilogy. It's gonna, yeah, like, say, give me all of that. It's starting this, its own thing now. This world that that uh, Matt Matt, what's his name? Um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of the director's name. I can't. It'll come uh, to you. But the world that he created is so freaking I loved it. Good. It is so dense. Like there's just so much in that. Well, and I love the way that he that portrayed. Robert Patterson did great, but I love the way that he wrote that Batman. That it's. Not just action-y Batman that yeah, we got with Dark Knight, but it's also detective. detective Batman. We got the detective aspect um, back in. And I don't – so one thing I like about that movie, too, is that we don't ever see – we really don't ever see Bruce Wayne in that movie. We only see Batman. Batman. Because anytime you see him, you see him as Bruce Wayne, he's never – the billionaire playboy he is the brooding bruce wayne who is batman because yeah. bruce wayne is the mask that he wears yeah if when you see him in the car driving around with all the ladies as the you know the billionaire playboy that's his mask that he wears his true self is batman yeah and i like that in this movie he has not discovered that yet it is just straight up batman yeah no we we i think we both love that movie so highly oh, yeah. recommended all right, let's unbox a thing, unboxing? and right. we'll 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 take some pictures and post it. But let's unbox. Wait, this. I want another question because that puppet master one was. Oh my stupid. gosh! Unbox it. We'll have to record another episode now. Okay, <laughs> recording another one tonight. Not That'll tonight. We're doing. We're doing. We're recording. <laughs> oh God! What is it? What is it? Okay, I'm not gonna do that one yet. Let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna. I'll pull this. I got a magazine. Oh. A Rue Morgue. Let's scare Jessica to death. Director John Hancock. Okay, I don't. All right, we got a magazine. I got a magazine. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. I don't even know what's in it. Okay. Cool. Uh, Some Kindle. We got zombie hunter dog tags. Okay. All right. We got. I'm pulling like stuff off the bottom first. Walking Dead uh, ear coin purse thing. Ear zipper. Oh, like it's literally an ear. Yeah, it's well. It's what Daryl wore in The Walking Dead. He wore like a big thing of ears of all the zombies he killed. That's, all right, that's hot. I'm gonna do that last. Okay. Okay. I already have this, and it's hanging up in my, and it's very appropriate because of the shirt that I'm wearing. Is it? Do you want this? This is yours, Carlos. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah, literally have, have the it. exact it's same with all my Jason stuff. It's a so. Camp Crystal Lake uh, flag thing. So we'll we'll take a picture of everything so you guys can see it. Yeah, which that? actually this will go great because I bought a Welcome to Camp Crystal Lake poster from Fan Expo, which I need oh, to frame. Oh yeah, that's right. That can go with that. Exactly. Uh, I cannot wait to make maybe ice cube tray. What is it? A Jason Voorhees ice, ice cube tray. That's actually really I cool. Actually, so I have a ton of silicone molds like this, and I, I have use a bunch of Star Wars ones. Uh, I'll do like uh, little chocolate things for Christmas and stuff yeah. for people. So this is nice to have. Uh, I already have one, but it does. It's different than this. The one that I have is more rounded. This is kind of like just. A, anyways, That's anyways, cool. I'll stop explaining to her. 
Stop mansplaining okay. your mystery box. I got a gremlin snow globe. That's actually That's I really cool. like this. Is it Gizmo? No, it's the uh, it's from the original Gremlins when they're singing. I'm gonna open it when they're singing uh, Christmas carols. Okay, because uh, the original Gremlins is a Christmas movie, by the way. Like Die Hard. Just saying. Yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is not just a movie that takes place during Christmas. It has a holiday message of family. I don't know. I just made that up. Oh, this, oh, I'm sure ASMR is bad in it. Oh, look at this. This is cute. I don't Aww. know what these. Oh, it's the box that Gizmo comes in. Does it have a little crank or something and play music? No, I wish. Oh, that'd be great. This is nice. I like it. I like that. I like it. I'm the marketing uh, department. Okay. And then we also got a DVD. Of? This is something we have to add to our list, I guess. Demonic Toys. We just talked about Puppet Master. I'm pretty sure that this looks is awful. a ripoff of Puppet Master. Uh, it looks like the original Five Night at Freddy's. Oh, my god! Look at the cover. That looks rated like... R- oh, I can't watch it. Why? Because it's, it's rated full R? full screen. Get over yourself. Ew. Get over we'll yourself. We'll have to watch it still, though. Also, it's a DVD. Uh, yeah. <laughs> DVD. <laughs> DVD. Full Moon Features. We've watched a Full Moon. I think... Um, Beast Within is a full moon. The production. Beast Within. I think. I'll have to look and see what movies Full Moon <laughs> Pictures has done. Oh, so, full Moon Features. Keep an eye out for Demonic Toys. Apparently, that's on the list now. God, wow. that cover looks awful. Right. We'll take Here. a picture of all the um of all the. I'm surprised I caught that. I wasn't really trying. Uh, we'll take a picture got... of all of the things so you can see them. Oh, I like this. It's the box. It's the Hellraiser pin. Oh, nice. So it's the puzzle box pin. And then what I saw at the very beginning that I've been holding off on showing you. Oh, boy. Oh. Boy. A Sharknado Sharknado bobblehead of David Hasselhoff. Dear God. I believe this is Sharknado 4, which is the only one I've actually seen. The back says, oh, hell no. (laughs) Gilbert Grayson Shepard. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this that's is awesome. This is the only Sharknado I've ever seen. I'm, we can uh, go with my. I'm looking at your shelf like where can Dexter he go? Dexter and stuntman Mike Bobblehead. I'll put him. Oh my that. word, y'all! We'll take pictures of all of this so you can see it. <laughs> it's wonderful. Look at the name of his chainsaw. It has a name. Hoffsaw three thousand. Hoffsaw three thousand. Oh, David Hasselhoff. Man, y'all, got a lot of good stuff. That was a $50 mystery box. That's not bad. I don't know. They had this a, is nothing I would ever buy. Did you get it at Fan clothes. Expo? I did. Y'all, they had mystery boxes galore at Fan Because it's fun. The mystery it's boxes fun. are fun. Actually, Cody and Tyler got a great mystery box. The Jurassic World one. Oh, nice. Or the Jurassic Park one. She got the... Um, like oh, she got the fleece. Blanket. It was nice. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, so we've talked for a lot. Now, <laughs> is this just going to be our fan expo episode? Do we need to like stop this episode and do a new one? No, it's just going to be an extended episode. Okay, I'm so, trying to think of the title. If I, I should name it just the Black Phone or like Black Phone fan slash expo, Fan Expo, other thing. You know what? It's episode. It's, it's episode. What it is. Anyway, so let's go back to what we actually watched tonight. Now what that did we've we talked about everything, watch? we watched El Negro Telefono. We almost did, because if we would have gotten the wrong tickets, they had it in Spanish, too. They had it in Spanish. Uh, we Carlos, watched... I had to do something that I have not done in a theater in a very long time. Leave what... to go pee? No. Oh. What did I have to do today? What? What? The couple next to you. Oh, you shushed I someone. I shushed somebody at a movie theater. You were a Karen. I 
Here's the thing: is I cannot pay attention or watch a they movie. Were if all, they were they were talking, talking very loud, and they were like every little quiet part. They would try to like quiet down, but like their volume would be high if it was a loud part. After and you shushed, stay that way. After you shushed, they didn't talk. They were they, they well they did talk. I'm sitting next to them. Oh, that's yeah. But they were like a very very like I'm talking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was good. But, but I did. A, I looked over. She looked at me in the eyes, and I went, "Shh." He did. He shushed. I shushed somebody. You shushed. I will say the only other time I've really had to shush somebody was when I went to um, Studio Movie Grill. What movie was it? That was oh my gosh, the new Guillermo del Toro movie, Antlers. Oh no, um, no. um, uh, the uh. Oh, the other the one of, that I it didn't, was okay. It was pretty good. The other it. one that I didn't get to see, but I wanted to see. It was okay. Um, Not like great. It was circus. Okay. There the, the circus. Yeah. And, um, oh, I don't, what's it I called? I don't even remember the name of it. I know exactly what you're talking but about. But there were two guys talking. Like the even when I shushed them, I went and got and like talked to the um, usher person. But the like usher. But it's I hate Studio Movie Grill. It was the only time that worked for that movie. So I went to go see it then, and I That's wish okay. I wouldn't have. Because Studio okay. Movie Grill sucks. That's you okay. know what? Theater is good, though. Galaxy, Galaxy Theater. Go check them out in Grandscape if you're uh, Galaxy, Cinemark, and Alamo are my three. I know you like AMC. I'm too. an AMC because I am on the AMC A-list Stubbs member, so I get and then, three free movies every – I'm yeah, sorry. That and, is a great deal. And they're close to you, too. There's AMCs all around. Three free movies every week. That's a great deal. I'm I sorry. I go see movies way more often. How like 20 of 20 something a month i think oh, it's not bad I do. it pays itself off if i go see one movie mine's 9.99 and it's one movie a month three a week yeah it pays itself off mine's cinemart but i do get the the discounts on concessions and stuff that's nice i do too and i get With the AMC. discounts on like additional movie tickets if you want to buy i don't more. get that i think that's where they they balance out because you get your and own free tickets it includes xd oh yeah ours is any stuff. imax xd yeah. any theaters doesn't it's uh, yeah. 3d movies um, and I get like the rewards points, and I have a ton of. Oh yeah, I get rewards points, and, never points reward, and yeah, never I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we saw a black phone courtesy of Galaxy Theater Grandscape and Galaxy Theater in general. Yeah. Um. Here's your quick synopsis of the movie. So after being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. So, I liked the movie. Wait. Oh, wait. We should pause here because we're going to have to put the trailer. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to pause. We're going to put the trailer so you guys listen to that. And then we're going to come back. And it's going to automatically be us talking again. So we'll be back after you listen to the trailer. Insert trailer here. I'll be home in the morning. Where are you going? I'm staying over at Susie's tonight. What's new? The flyer. The paper's calling the grabber. I wish you wouldn't call him that. You don't actually believe that story, do you? Because he can't hear you, and he doesn't really take kids that safe. I am a part-time magician. Are those balloons in there? Would you like to see a magic trick? I have an announcement to make. One of our students, Finney Blake, was abducted. What if I could help the police find Finney? Does it work? Not since I was a kid. I'll scream. I'll scratch your face. This face?
So we left, we went to go see the movie, and now we're back. Yeah, and we did a lot, guys. Oh, my God, while you were gone. Uh, so um, for me, there were a few things that made the movie particularly good. I thought it was an okay movie. I enjoyed uh, it overall. I, I actually really liked it. But, the, yeah, there, so, overall, what are your like holdups? The, the, um, the scares and uh, the plot were a little lacking for me, but there are a few things that made it really good in particular uh the acting the the children, oh my gosh the kid crap. actors the boy and the girl were so good yeah uh and then it was the girl's performance in particular the part and this is like <laughs> they need some trigger warnings here for this movie but also if you add this trigger warning it's a little bit of a spoiler but i mean just I mean, know if that you're listening to this and it's already a spoiler because yeah. it's a new movie just there's child abuse and there is child death in this movie and child and abduction gore. obviously abduction death gore abuse but it's when the uh faraday <laughs> daniel, uh, daniel i don't faraday. I, I don't know his actual name but i recognize him as the guy from lost who yeah. plays daniel faraday it's when he is beating his child with a belt with the belt like that scene in particular i was like God. this is hard to watch and they show everything and but the girl was so freaking good in that scene, like, like yeah. just her reactions and stuff. I'm like, girl, you, you, like your parents need to go to CPS because this looks like some like real acting right here. I know, right? Like, are, you, are you are you tapping is... into some real emotions yeah. or jeez? <laughs> um, her portrayal like, of that of all of those moments, all those really oh hard moments. There was a moment where she cusses, and it was really funny. Oh my gosh, oh, was it the think... first time oh. with the detectives? Uh, it's. Uh, in instead the of what office. would Jesus do? It's WTF Jesus. Yeah. When she says that, but she doesn't say WTF. And she curses uh, at the detectives it was so as well. Funny. It's yeah. yeah. She was great. Yeah. I she's a great actress. I wouldn't call this a scary movie as much as I would call it a suspenseful horror movie. It was. It was. Uh, or a suspenseful supernatural thriller. thriller. Supernatural suspenseful thrillers. Yeah. What I would kind of call it. Um, there were some jump scares, mm -hmm. but Ethan it wasn't Hawk in particular was. God, Freaking he did. Amazing. He his portrayal of so they call him the Grabber. Mm -hmm. um, they don't. They never name what his character's name is, but all the kids and everyone refers to him in the news media as the Grabber. The grabber, yeah. Who grabs kids and obviously like does things and kills them. Yeah, yeah. Um, we now, his portrayal is great though. And we, I guess, we don't really need to know the answer to any of the questions. But I've also felt like the movie was really, really short. It it felt really it short. It felt short, but it also felt the appropriate length for the yeah. story. 
But I wanted to know more about the backstory of like why he's doing things and like why is his brother there doing things and what's the story behind the masks and all that. And I, I get why we don't get that because it's not important to the story. The story yeah. is about the kid in the basement escaping with the help of the phone call from the other kids. Yeah. So I get that. And I like the way everything came together, but I just – I wanted it, – it was a little – like, give me five more minutes of that movie, and I think yeah. it would have it helped. Yeah. Just a little bit of just the tiniest hint of a backstory, just like something. And I think it, uh, it would have helped me at least connect to Ethan Hawke's character a little more and the been grabber. like, oh, man, that's really messed up why he's doing that or something. and. Um, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. The other things were Ethan Hawke's performance, uh, the suspense and the cinematography in particular are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was directed by Scott Derrickson. So yeah, I do have, it's a new movie, so there's not a whole bunch of trivia and facts about it, but one of them of course is, yes, directed by Scott Derrickson, also known for directing Hellraiser Inferno, Sinister. Oh, uh, ex- I need to watch Hellraiser Inferno. Cause uh, like that, that was, that was one of his first movies, right? Uh, it's one of his earlier ones. In yeah, because I think his cinematography. He got tapped for doing that because, like, they couldn't get anybody to make a Hellraiser movie. So he's sort of like an up and coming like, guy. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, also did Exorcism of Emily Rose since we talked about oh, that. Oh, hey, that's cool. And I, oh yeah, I do remember. I didn't that, know this yeah. one. He also did the first Doctor Strange, the original Doctor yes. Strange, but so, did not do Multiverse of Madness. He left Multiverse of Madness for quote unquote creative, artistic differences. Yeah. Artistic differences. Which I think for me was probably for the best because I literally rewatched I loved that movie what today. We, yeah, I loved what they came up there with. There are um, so many Sam Raimi moments in Multiverse of Madness where I'm like, for me, it is a Marvel. MCU Evil Dead film. It's so good. With the way it is. Like, all, all like, the Evil Dead, Sam Raimi elements of it are so, done so well. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Scott Derrickson. Uh, but do you know who wrote the movie? The movie or the book that it's based the, off of? The, uh, the book the that it's adapted off of? Yeah. Yes, I do. That is another fun fact. Um, this movie is based on a book or short story um, by Joe Hill, who is the son of, of longtime horror writer Stephen King. Stephen King. Yeah. Joe Hill. His middle name is Hill something. I can't remember what it is, but Joe Hill something King is his full name. Yeah. But he goes by um, his pen pen. Mm-hmm. And him and his dad work together Hill. pretty closely on um, on a lot of different like stories and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, I think which Dr. this checks Sleep. out for being a king. Uh, universe thing but joe hill also worked on um did you watch lock and key no i need to i've not i've only seen i've seen stuff of it yeah uh but he did uh lock and key as well um but i i really enjoy this movie and like there's certain continuity things i was like that's a good so like when they the game uh, or the game the movie opens up like they, they there's a baseball game with the main little boy everything connects together everything now, connects really like there's nice. a lot of continuity things that i really appreciate mm-hmm. his, i love stuff like that his rival at the baseball game was one of the first kids that we see get uh grabbed by the grabber who helps that, him on the phone a lot of they did we've talked about this on the podcast before it's called Chekhov's gun if you if you set a gun guns, on stage, it's gonna. You should expect for it to go off. Yeah, and they did that with like the entire room that he's stuck in. At first, it just looks like a blank room, but, but everything, it's not. 
all the kids. So there's the the baseball kid. One of his few friends at school who's – he's not a bully. But he's like an anti-bully, but he's like the toughest kid in school. Oh, yeah. He's like, like beats a, up he's the bullies and protects him. <laughs> um, he gets grabbed. Mm-hmm. And as they call, each one's like, um, "Be you have to do this. Um, have you tried going out the window? There's a lock on the front door. When you get there, I inscribe the code on the wall – Right wall, shoulder length height. Yeah. I put cord at the bottom of the left wall. Like, everyone has left clues to tr- from when they try to and get out. And if you put it all together, you can get out of the room. Yeah. And he does that. And it's, really it's an escape a nice, room movie. It's a really nice little, like, tie together that they create. Um, it is. Well, and then, like, they um, they talk about how they find the – so the girl, the sister, the little sister. So she's psychic. She's, yeah, we'll call it psychic. She yeah. has – premonitions dreams whatever you want to call it ghosts and And she's she sees things and they always come true and she has these dreams of the previous kids getting grabbed and seeing black balloons that comes into play because the detectives are like how did you know this like i don't know you effing blah 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 it's like we never released the details that there were black balloons on the scene i thought at that point because she knew i thought they were going to go after her dad i thought they were going to make like her dad to be the killer or something i never thought that the dad was going to come into play um, but she she calls out the black balloons, and as the main little boy uh, gets into the Ethan Ethan's character, um, he's like, "Oh, I'm a magician. Do you want to see a magic yeah. trick?" He's like, "Sure." And he looks in his van. He's like, "Are those black balloons?" And then it all kind of clicks. Yep. You're like, "Oh crap!" And he grabs. He like sprays something in his mouth. Yeah, I don't know. It's something that like spray out. chloroform or I didn't something. Get the whole. <sighs> he says something about like. You can't see anything, or you can't see yet, or something like that. I didn't get that. I don't well, because remember when that. he comes to, like his vision is very blurry. When he, like when he's first in the room, his vision is not quite there because he's still like coming off of the drug or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. So I think it was based off of that. But then he walks around the room and he can see everything right after that. I mean, he let's let's assume he came to. Yeah. Um. I didn't get that. Mm. But and like the kid, one of the his anti-bully friend um, yeah, was like was you need to too. he he was kidnapped and he helps him he's like you need to put take the phone pack it with dirt and you need to step back or step forward step back and swing the phone it teaches him how to fight back and he basically yeah. kind of like home alones him yeah oh yeah Built, like digs a hole puts some trap in there and i was wondering like as he was doing all that i was like how is the freezer gonna come into play and then he grabs the steak and throws it at the dog i'm like ah, no. yeah so like ethan's character comes uh, down at the end with the so this the, the ethan has a brother his character the grabber has a brother that he lives with and i i figured that out like well on yeah because yeah, yeah. the brother was saying like shut up uh Sam, uh, Samson, they have a big dog he named was Samson, from, and his brother is uh, the older version of Richie in It. Oh yeah, he's the the sick one. Just the one made that connection. Sick. Yeah, Just I was like, it. when I first saw him in the he looked familiar in the movie. I was like, like, who is that? And then like when he started uh, helping him and like figuring out that his his brother had the stuff and he was walking around the house. I was like, Hey, that's Richie from the sick kid from, uh, it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I literally just made that connection. Good. eye. good. Yeah. Eye. Good. Which is good answer. Good answer. It's is, on Netflix now. I don't know, but what it is a story by Stephen King. Yeah, oh. Full circle. We're still all in the universe. Joe Hill, all in the King, King yeah. universe. 
Yeah. Um, so what else is jo- now it's gonna bother me. Joe Hill has done. There's been some like other movies and stuff. Joe Hill has done. So while Keegan's looking at that up, the detectives came to um, the grabber's brother's house. He looks and- just like his dad. Holy crap. Yeah, he does. Joe Hill looks exactly like Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, I looked that at a picture of him. Scary. Um, he comes to the Grabber's brother's house, and they start questioning him. And oh. he's like, he has a like a, a murder, not a murder board, that sounds terrible, but like an investigation board with like pictures, pins, and like yarn to like say like this is where it's happened. It's somewhere in this vicinity. Like he's trying to actually figure it out, but he's also doing lines of coke. And the detectives yeah. are like, you should probably clean up before your brother gets back. They just say your brother. They never say who it is. Um, obviously, we piece it together later on. Um, I I figured out that it was one and the same when the when the little boy is escaping the first time when he gets the the code uh, two thirty three seventeen I think it was two thirty yeah and he's um, trying to figure out and he's what trying to figure out what the in. is it is it twenty three three seventeen is it two thirty three yeah. yeah um and as he's walking through the living room we see that board on the side. I know that was, was very much probably an intentional shot to show, like, oh, it's the same living room, but it was an easily missable um, detail. So I, I kind of pieced it together then, but the brother also early on yells, like, shut up, Samson, because the dog's barking, um, and we hear Ethan's character yell that later on, too. I was like, oh, it's one and the same, but his brother figures it out, comes downstairs and opens the door, and the poor little boy's like, please help me, call my sister, call my dad, like, trying to plead with him. And then Ethan's character comes and he axes him in the head. Yeah. He kills was... his brother. Like, on side, he's like, yeah. look what you made me do. You made me kill my, my brother. brother. See, I wanted to know more about, like, his character and the backstory and stuff because of stuff like that. Yeah. And so Ethan's character, apparently, like, the kids were telling him, was like, you're still alive because you haven't played along. He's like, play along with what? He's like, you haven't played Naughty Boy. Yeah. He sits, I want to read the short story that it's based on. I do, of. too. So, apparently, he leaves the door unlocked, and his premise is that the boys are, or the kids are supposed to, like, go up the stairs because they're like, oh, the door's unlocked. I can escape. Yeah. And he sits there, like, either with no shirt on or with, like, a weird, like, shirt yeah, and a belt. Yeah. Just and being if creepy. And you, if you come up, you're, then you're being a naughty boy. You're trying to escape, and he'll beat you, essentially, so to it's got to have something to do with, like... Him being a kid, and like, that's what I'm thinking. The like, mask there's some is his father or something. There's like some that like inner repressed things yeah. that he had to have. Maybe that's through. why they don't explain it, so we can just come read up the, the story yeah. itself and figure it out. But so, all these kids that he's murdered, he has two houses. Apparently, we find out. In the oh end, yeah, that was really neat. He that, keeps I like that. he keeps all he mur- keeps the kids in the basement of this one house, and then directly across the street at seven seven four one or whatever the name of the street is. Seven seven four yeah. Because um, the sister has a vision and sees seven seven four one, that's where he buries the kids. Yeah, so in that's that where basement. she's seeing the ghosts. Yeah, is at that place because that's where they were buried. buried. So that's where. And but then like across the street and... is where it's actually happened. Yeah. Her brother finally escapes, and they put two and two together, and they yeah. solve this giant mystery that's been plaguing this town. But bam, it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would highly recommend this film. Um, obviously the movie came out today, June 24th, 2022 is when we're recording this episode, uh, budget box office, all that's kind of not really, I will say released. box office. Eh. I'm going to be curious to see after yeah. opening, cause it's, it is today's opening day. So after opening weekend, it, I will be curious to see. It might be kind of low cause people are still not going to the movies that like Lightyear did not make a lot of money. Did it not? Mm-mm. And then, um, Jurassic world made quite a bit. But, like, the big name movies are making a lot, but then, like, the little one aren't doing much. 
Um, I think this is going to do better than we expect. Yeah. So it's I, the first real like known scary movie, and in it's a Blumhouse, while. which is yeah. a very well known company. Which okay, Blumhouse, thanks for spoiling like the entire plot of Nope in the trailer. Yeah, the I was newest, so mad about the that. newest trailer of Nope. Actually, upset me. I was like, I'm going to look away because I don't want to know anything. Yeah, I want to go in. Seeing the first trailer, I'm like, what is happening? I'm ready for this movie. Yeah. The newest trailer shows way too much. Yeah, I did not. I was so mad That's that my I problem saw that. with trailers nowadays. They show everything. Yeah. Like, there's there's no, like, yeah, I saw well, the like, movie. Done. Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange trailer showed, like, one of my favorite parts of the movie. And I was like, why are you showing that? Because uh, I thought that was going to happen, like, earlier on in the movie. And then it ends you're up being anticipating like a, an end it. scene. Yeah, the, it was the zombie strange with the, the big cloak uh, the, and stuff when he's, yeah. like, appearing there. I was like, yeah, okay. Whatever. I feel like companies feel like they have to do that now because it's kind yeah. of become the norm. But I'm like, no, I, I, I won't speak for the world, but Show I don't me, want that. I remember. So Show me less. Keep me anticipation. Like, make when, me want to go to the movie to figure it out. When the Dark Knight trailer. This is, like, one of my first memories of, like kind of like a trailer not showing a lot was when the dark knight trailer came out it seemed like they showed a lot in it and then you go and see the movie they only showed you like the f- not even the first half of that film that trailer because i remember the big thing they show in the trailer is the semi flipping yep in it and then like the joker shooting something and that was like and the joker in jail clapping or something like that and that was like it had other stuff in it and everything but everything they showed in that trailer was only from the first half of that film. And I was like, perfect. That's what trailers need to do. Yep. I don't need to see any more. Uh, the end game trailer did a really good job of only showing like a couple. Because they they know that movie is going to make a billion dollars. Yeah. So they don't want to spoil anything for the fans. So the only thing they showed was like Thanos sitting on a battlefield and the three big uh, heroes approaching him. And like that was it. That's all we need. That's all they showed. Keep it vague, get us excited, but leave us desiring more so yeah. that we go to the theater, but don't give it to us in a trailer. Exactly. I don't – sell me on your movie, but don't spoil it. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's – you know, we're not in the industry. We don't know what, what goes into all that, but, like, I prob- there's probably a lot of people talking in a in a conference room about, like – what can we show? No, we got it. People aren't going to come and see that unless you so show this part of it. So, what do we yeah, know? Probably um, nothing. Yeah. Except for the the people that they're making the trailers for. Except I will say at this point you and I are probably pretty big scary movie experts. I'd say I mean, we're monetized now, so I think we're big we're big <sighs> yeah. stuff. Um so. let's talk about some uh, Rotten Tomatoes real quick. 85% Rotten Tomato score. Nope. Dang it. 84 Four. It went down since I last looked at it. So as of uh, <laughs> today, it's 84 for the critics. And what about the audience score? Audience, um, 80. 93. 93, okay. I mean, both great scores, and I think well-deserved. Yeah, very well done. It was like toting itself before it was released, that it was like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, you know, because you probably saw, like had a handful of critics <laughs> that you knew were going to give it that score. Yeah. Come out with it, but. What about a uh, kill count? Kill count? There's the f- is it five kids, two brothers? That's seven. Seven. Is it seven? Yeah. Ooh, I got it. I was gonna say this one. It's not not a stretch, but I mean, we know that there's five kids that he's killed. Yeah. And then obviously he dies at the end, and then and obviously he kills then. his brother. So yeah. 
Um, the movie. I will say the movie. Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> wow. 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 Way to be. I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, a cotton-headed ninny muggin. Cotton-headed ninny muggins. No, you're um, you're canceled now because you were making fun of a stutter. That's a thing. You can't do that. Okay, 2020. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I completely forget. Oh, the movie. I will say the movie left me wanting more. I I felt like I wanted more scares, more uh, story, like a little bit more backstory behind the characters, a little more development. And that's why I say it's more of like a things. supernatural, suspenseful thriller. Yeah. Not if I think about it that way, then I'm satisfied. If yeah, I try yeah, to say yeah. it's a horror movie, I'm left desiring more. But it is based off a short story, so yeah. You know. I mean, it is what it is. Exactly. Um, the last fun fact I have, and it's not really fun, but I mean, we knew Fun this. facts with Carlos. I need a little sting or something. We need a, like a button that I can push. Like, fun facts with I'll Carlos. I'll fix it in post. Um, okay. Um, so the movie was originally set to release in January of 2022, if you remember that. I do, because I was excited for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did it get pushed back? Um, COVID? No, actually. I thought it was because of COVID. It was not COVID. It was intentional. Oh. So, originally set to release in January of 2022, but it was be- delayed due to unexpected great preview showings. Oh, yeah. Because of this um, and the early reactions, um, it was decided by Blumhouse to give it a summer release because it was thought that it would do much better with well, the yeah. summer. Which, I mean, that makes complete so, sense. When you get those early reviews, and you're like, oh, people are really liking this summer movie january is known as the death slot for movies so that's a lot of films that like um production companies feel like they're like eh let's give it a theatrical release we'll pump it in in january because december is we have big budget your big budget holiday movies and, and then, then in february dies. we have romantic comedies yeah because of the holiday because of um, valentine's day and stuff like valentine's that. day uh, and then March, kind of like late March, is usually the beginning. It used to be like late April and early May. Actually, like early to mid-May was when the big blockbuster started. But since, like, I think it was like Winter Soldier, when that came out, that's when they, people were like, oh, we can release blockbuster. So, like, the blockbuster timetable is now from, like, March to August. And then the death slot is January because that's nothing comes out in January. So that's when it was originally supposed to, but people really enjoyed it. Yeah. Rightfully so. It's a good movie. So they moved it to summer. Yeah. I mean, good I move. hope it does. Well, I want Scott Derrickson to keep making more movies because he's a great filmmaker. I do too. He's done great stuff. And I, I actually am probably going to look up after like Monday or so once we get box office numbers just to see. I'll be very curious to see if they yeah. break even or so. Um, Keegan, what do you what do you give this movie? What do you rate it? Oh. <laughs> Um, on a scale, <laughs> I was gonna say something, but it's too dark. Um, go there. No, Unless you can't for the air. <laughs> no. Tell me after. Uh, on a scale of hidden things in a room to uh going up the stairs to uh play a game, I'm gonna give it five uh freezers behind a wall. Okay. On a scale of Pennywise 
two because he abducts kids. What were we? We did something where it was like we did a I did a Pennywise thing to you. Oh, it was when the little girl was like was it, she was in, in the, the yellow rain. coat. She was in the rain. Riding she looked her like bike. George. It, it was a to- that was a total it. Like oh yeah, oh my. I'm sure thing it was. The, it was the yellow rain. Yeah, coat. the yellow raincoat in the rain Hi, on Georgie. the bike. Yeah, yeah, Hi, Georgie. Shane, we're like we're Shane. We're Shane. Is he here? Uh, we went once. He's on this podcast. We gotta have him do his uh, impression. His you mean his impression. normal laugh that he doesn't mean to do? <laughs> um, maybe we should watch it with him. <laughs> the, like the original? Yeah, we could do the original. Because I, I mean, I've I don't remember the original it, as much now that yeah, I've seen I don't the new ones. It as much. Um, it's gonna be super cheesy. I know. And I bad. Know. Uh, okay, on a scale of Pennywise to um, Nokia cord phones, I give this movie six. Tomahawk steaks. The real savior of this movie. The real savior of this movie. A tomahawk ribeye. It's good. I don't know. Well, guys, uh, um, that's black. F- oh, oh, I was oh, going to tell you, uh, you brought up It and the original It. That movie in particular, or that miniseries in particular, uh, scarred me as a child. Oh, Stephen really? Stephen King, in the, particular, it's the Stephen master. King, has two things that just freaked me out as a kid okay to where i i one of the reasons we've talked about this on the podcast before about how i didn't watch scary movies until i was like 12 or 13 uh texas chainsaw massacre and i had to close my eyes during that stuff but uh it was pet cemetery was on sci-fi and it was the scene with the sister. I don't know if you've ever seen the original Pet Cemetery. I have, but it's been ages. Uh, did you do you remember like the sixth sister? No. So there's like a like sixth sister. It's been ages. And she's like yelling and screaming at her brother when he's got to like. It's when the main character has his flashbacks when he was a kid, and he's got to like bring her food, and he opens the door slowly, and she's in there, and just the makeup effects and just her acting in that movie just freaked me out. The other one was it. And it was the scene when they're at the uh, in the original. Uh, they did this in the remake too, and it didn't freak me out as much. I I laughed. And I was like, "Oh, this is a really cool scene." When they're at the Chinese food restaurant. Oh yeah. Do you remember when they open the uh, fortune cookies? What happens? In the original, no. No, in this one. In the remake. in the new one. Yeah. Like all the weird things, like their nightmares, start coming out of the fortune cookies. Okay. Yeah. That scene in particular scarred me as, as a, a kid. child because. It was when they open up the fortune cookie and there's like a bird in there from an egg, but it's like underdeveloped and it's just like, oh, it just oh, it freaked me out. It freaked me out. I couldn't handle it. And like, I never wanted to watch scary movies after seeing both of those things. And now, and now, now I you. host a scary movie podcast. Now you co-host a scary movie podcast and it's fine. This is fine. This it's is fine. fine. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. Everything is awesome. You know what? Because of the Puppet Master trivia, I want to do one more trivia question before we go because oh I don't know Puppet Master. Leeches? Right. Killing with leeches? Yeah. Really? Leeches up the butthole kill you. I don't know. I don't. Just like the boys. Mm. That was more of anybody I ever wanted to see. It was a lot. That was a lot. It's a lot. We're not going to spoil it because if you haven't seen it, you should. Ugh. All we'll say is be prepared. Herogasm. Herogasm. Be prepared. Oh, the the um the warning in front of the episode for Herogasm. I laughed so hard where they were like, "Listen, you're going to see a lot of stuff in this episode, but we had a really big CGI budget and just know everything is consensual and a lot of it's CGI." 
I was like, what am I in for? What am I getting what myself is, into? What this? is going to happen in this? And then they yes. also said, my favorite part was we spent a ridiculous amount of money on this. Like we would know because we spent a ridiculous amount of money on the CGI. I just laughed at that. I was like, that's so, that's so dumb, but it's great. It's great. It's a great episode. Oh man. I loved it. It's a great episode. All, All right. right. One more trivia before we end. Yes. Here we go. Do, 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 do. Trivia with Carlos. What state does the trauma entertainment film The Toxic Avenger take place? That's trauma? easy. Uh, I'm going to say, trauma, I'm gonna say uh, New Jersey. Yay! I was looking for New Jersey. I know because I directed that musical. You did. Okay, well, these are both easy for you. The Toxic. What actor stars in the horror comedy... Shaun of the Dead, directed by Edgar Wright. Uh, I will say his name. Uh, well, he's na- the actor. He was named for the movie. So, Shawn Mendes. Was it Shawn Mendes? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> was it Shawn Astin? No. Dang it. Uh, Nick Frost. No. Dang it. Who was it, Carlos? Simon Pegg. Simon. Oh. Pegg. Oh. Is this P E G G? Yeah, Peg. Oh, Simon Peg. Oh, oh yeah, Simon Peg. Hey, Carlos. Hey, Keegan. You've, you've got red on you. I'm over this. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, black. F- sorry, that was El Negro Telefono. Whoa! You can't say that. I can't say because it was in Spanish, and I'm half Spanish. <laughs> Boom! Actually, I'm only a fourth Spanish. Whoa. My life was a lie. I thought I was half black and half Spanish. I will tell you, one of our actresses in our show that we're working on right now, if she would have had water in her mouth, she would have spit it out when you said black or I'm half black or I can. What did I say? I'm blackish. African. I'm a African. <laughs> I died because nobody at that point, like none of none of them had ever really met you before. Or no one had met me. And I'm just, I, I jumped full. <laughs> I went full Carlos on them. And I, yeah, I definitely said African, and now they she about lost. Oh, but she mind. loved it. She's oh, like, yeah. oh no, I'm using that. I'm stealing and it. And Shane just like turned around and looked at me and was like, ah. like Shane, you you of all he people, says worse. You say worse, and you you've heard worse. From oh me. man, it was so funny though. It was, it was great. funny. I love our cast. I love our cast. Me too. I'm having a blast. And okay, well, you. hey, no, we can. Thank you for teaching me hip hop. That's hip hop. That, that's I love that we made a that's hip hop reference in our last episode that we aired. Episode that aired the same week that I'm learning hip hop, and the, we made the joke. joke about that. That's hip hop. Um, now that it's been announced, we didn't actually officially say it in the last time. In we the talked last episode, about we said redacted a lot. So what, what do you want to tell the listeners what it I is? I am playing Sheldon J. Plankton in the Sheldon SpongeBob J. Musical. Plankton. Ha ha. In the SpongeBob musical, Carlos at, is, uh, at Firehouse Theater, and Carlos is a cool choreographer. I am. I'm choreographing it with our good friend Christy Kudlicki, and um, it opens in July. 20th. July. I should come and know see that. it. Come see. I'm, It'll be a lot of fun. I love that yesterday at yesterday's rehearsal, Matt sees me and the uh, Pam who's playing Karen standing next to each other and he's like oh my god the height difference between the two of you it's I was perfect like, I told him I was like Matt the height difference between me and everybody in this cast and he looks around I was like 
I'm you're playing, the tallest character the playing tallest the actor uh, playing the shortest a, character. A plankton, a, a minute little character. <laughs> and he just starts laughing. Like, didn't you do that on purpose? He's like, no, you were all. Yeah, that was great. He's like, no, you all look the same from this this small screen when I was remote. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it'll be a blast, guys. If you're in the DFW area, come check it out. Keegan's doing great. We have such a talented cast, yeah, and it's I'm having be, a blast. I have not be fun. done a musical like this in a long time, so I'm really excited. It'll be fun. Um, definitely check out Galaxy Theater. Yep, go check out – if you're in the DFW area, go check out – or if you're in anywhere that has a Galaxy, check yeah, them out. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, some of the nicest, cleanest Cle- facilities. Very clean. Um, go – if you go to the uh, Grandscape, get a popcorn old-fashioned. I think that's probably standard across all of theirs. That seems like that's a corporate yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Get a popcorn old-fashioned. We swear by those drinks. They're, They're so, so delicious. Um, go enjoy a movie there. And wow, um, we are shills. We are corporate shills, Carlos. That's right. That's We're right. Just monetizing the crap. Monetizing. Keegan, this friendship is all downhill. It's all uphill from here. It's all downhill. No, downhill is good because it's faster. You go faster and it's like easier to go downhill. Uphill is harder. Okay, yeah, we're all uphill from here. I don't know. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> that That's sounds terrible. You know what else sounds terrible? What? That this episode is over. Aww. Guys, this has been another episode <laughs> of Keegan and Carlos' the Scary Movie Podcast. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to us, everybody. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you're listening to us on. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you can make sure you keep up with all of our fun shenanigans. And if you have any suggestions for scary movies, let us know. Thanks Thanks for for listening listening to Keegan Keegan and Carlos' Scary Movie Podcast. Podcast.